five songs <laughs> safe John Honestly, you, five songs are you, are you familiar with his work 25 25 years in, in the business five songs he's got he can write hits Jonathan he knows how to write hits don't get me wrong but some shit songs there as well yeah have you been watching his duets over lockdown with things? yeah I fucking hate them <laughs> no time for that shit you don't give yourself a chance to like him John I, I, I watch I watch these things though. I do give them a chance. And we listen to De- his Desert Island Discs. That his Desert Island Discs was good. There's <laughs> certain actors that me and Jonathan are like, do not trust them for a film. Like, like um, if they're in it, you, it's just going to be shit. Nicolas Cage can't be trusted in a film. I like the con man. Was it con air? So welcome to episode five. Jesus. Episode five. Uh, hello, Johan. How's it going? Hello, Katie. Hello, hello, hello. And once again, I'm going to be going through some letters that I found in all the world's publications and tabloids and online. The world? Com- the world's. Mexico. Oh, I'll find an agony out in Mexico, <laughs> if, if there is one. <laughs> all right, so I'm, and I'll read out these letters and... Um, Myself, Katie, and Johan will try to answer them. Myself, um, Katie, and Johan. What's wrong with that now? <laughs> me. Me. But do you know what? I do have a really bad hate for people who say myself, yourself, just me and you. Just say me and you. Okay, then. But it's it's uh, grammatically better, apparently, isn't it? Well, it is, but you sound like a bit of a tosspot. That's clutching at straws with tosspots. No, it's not. It's. People who say myself, yourself, are the same people who say, in terms of. <laughs> in terms of myself being a tosspot. <laughs> Let's just park this. Oh, what the hell is that? That is a phrase. That is an office phrase. That is awful. Park this. Oh, yeah, it means like, let's just leave this for now. I know. <laughs> I've, done, I've done sick in my own mouth so much in the workplace. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Dear John, Katie and Johan, For many years I've been living a bit of a double life. I'm happily married, but when I go to the other offices in Bristol, I see a young man there who I have grown very fond of. He's happy with the situation. I only see him once a fortnight or so. However, recently I was walking down the street with this man who's very obviously gay and my daughter saw us. She was in Bristol on a course, and I i had no idea she'd be there. I'm sure she knew what was going on. She looked stunned, but I'm now at a loss to know what to do. Yours sincerely, Alan. Oh. So Alan's, um, he's copping off with a man in Bristol. Same exactly. And his daughter has seen him with this, as, as he puts it, obviously gay fella. <laughs> 
be with someone who's gay and not be in a relationship with them. Yeah, but how do you know that somebody's obviously gay? Oh, that's a that is a big a Pandora's box. It's a difficult question, but I think when someone says that, you've got to trust them. So he's saying he was obviously gay. Okay, so let's just put it out there that he's um, Pete Burns. Do you remember Pete Burns? Yeah. yeah, he didn't look gay, did he? He just Pete Burns didn't look gay. I'm thinking of Pete Burns as a drag queen, was he not? No, he, no, do- he wasn't. He does look feminine. Anyway, he said who's very obviously gay now. By the way, he is a gay man saying this himself now. He might be in the closet, but he is saying that. He might be bisexual. Yeah, well, whatever he's saying it, so okay. it's his words, not ours. It's a very strange thing to say in the letter, though, that he is. He was. He is very obviously gay. So my no, well, no, he's make, no, that he's gay. Yeah, but he's making the point that his daughter saw him. Wait, was he bumming him in the streets or something? <laughs> <laughs> that is obvious. That is obvious. <laughs> that is. You can't deny that. Uh, and, you know, I think that's. If that, that? Was, what was happening that? in the street? That fella gay. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Right. You, do you know what, you, you make a good point. How can he be obviously gay? Basically, he's saying my daughter has seen someone. So he's thinking his daughter's put two and two together now and she is thinking that they're having a relationship, which they are. Regardless of it being with someone same sex he's being caught cheating so he's just got to fess up does he it's a hard one for his daughter that isn't it if he starts like saying to his daughter oh no it's not, he's gaslighting his daughter then well I'm thinking is, if, if, if there's a chance that the daughter hasn't actually noticed what's going on then maybe it's not the right time to tell her so you it's, think his tactic should be no one say anything his daughter's not going to be silly I think that's why he said he was obviously gay she he knows she's seen something here, mm. and I think for her sake he's got he's got to come out and say, "Well, yeah, and come out." It does also sound that like this fella likes to have a bit of a you know he likes the arrangements of seeing this fella once every two weeks and still having a family. Well, if he likes that arrangement, everyone's got to be consenting to it, haven't they? So exactly, Katie. There we go. He's got to go and see his wife. Yeah, and his daughter and anyone else in his family say this is what I like doing are you all happy with this <laughs> how's that yeah no, absolutely fine Alan <laughs> carry on well there's those people on that that Louis Theroux documentary open relationship people alright if I can be really liberal radically liberal oh go on knock yourself out <laughs> they should you should sit down mm. tell the truth and then you never know, he might be in a relationship, a polyamorous, that's what it's called. Yeah. But then he could end up like that guy in the documentary who definitely wasn't happy with it, but said he was. Yeah, you'd have to see the Louis Theroux documentary for that, but there was a guy who was going along with his wife's... Oh, I've seen it with you. I see. Yeah, you. his wife was going with another guy. Yeah. And they were having a great time, sex life-wise, going home to the husband who's been like, who's putting the kids to bed, making tea and all that. <laughs> he was like... Maybe we could have a threesome sometime. She was like, nah. <laughs> Not happening. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But what we're saying to Alan then, we need to come out. He needs he's to, got to be honest. He needs to, he needs yeah. to get his, his wife, his daughter, and his young lover in a room. What about that? Oh, God. No, I don't know about that. In a room. Let's call him Pedro. He, gets, he needs to bring Pedro along Why to the meeting. Pedro? It's just a nice name. Let's get, let's get real here. Okay, Katie, I've come home with Pedro, and I've said... 
um, Johan's cupped me and Pedro in, in Bristol. Okay, so I feel it's time for me and Pedro to tell you we've been seeing each other. What are you going to do about it? Pedro, can you just give us a minute as a family, please? <laughs> Hold on, let me translate that to Pedro. <laughs> I, I'm not happy with that arrangement because I, I don't want a polyamorous relationship. But if you want to go and be with Pedro... Yeah, that's why Alan doesn't want to do it, does he? He doesn't want to break up the family. Can't have everything, can we? Anyway, Johan, can Pedro stay with you for a while? <laughs> but he won't be allowed an angle soon. Oh, if he says he's from Patagonia, they'll love him. Love <laughs> 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 well, the SOC show before you know it. <laughs> Pedro goes home. <laughs> Pedro comes back. <laughs> Pedro in Trandidno walking. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, say good luck to Alan there. Yeah, go and tell the truth, Alan. It will set you free. Oh, I like the con man. Oh, oh, I like the con man. Let's go on to the next letter. Right, this might be relevant to you, Katie. We'll see. But um, this goes, Dear John, Katie and Yoam. My sister is getting married for the second time next spring. She's told me I have to lose two stones, grow out my fringe and pay for my own bridesmaid dress. As the wedding is in Italy, I also have to pay for my own travel, accommodation and most meals. My first marriage only lasted six months due to a dreadfully selfish behaviour, so I'm not inclined to play ball. However, I know a huge family row will ensue So ensue if I dare to question her or disobey. Our mother says I should go with the flow for the sake of harmony. But why should I? My sister would never tell me to do all those things. I cannot relate at all. Don't go. And, and everyone laugh. If anything like the first one, everyone laughs for it. So save your money. Stay at home. Oof. Big riff in the family there. <laughs> yeah, but also she's expected to pay for most meals, but also lose two stone. Just don't pay for the meals. And that'll help with the two stone. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways around these things. Bit late though, yeah. <laughs> I was planning to lose two stone on this weekend. <laughs> That's very... Um, demanding of a sister God, imagine someone anyone asking you I demand you to lose that two stone <laughs> you know what I do out of spite put two on yes go with the flow don't lose weight no the mum's saying go with the flow do what your sister says which well, I know is that yeah oh alright oh, okay yeah um, actually also lose weight yeah alright um, <laughs> yeah that's not going with the flow is it like no. with the flow is not I have to lose two two stone save some money to get to Italy and buy an, uh, your own wedding dress and meals uh, well, not wedding dress bridesmaid dress and meals that's not going with the flow going yeah. with the flow is we're all going to Italy for a wedding it's all sort of been paid for are you coming are you in or out yeah right and I'll come the that's bridesmaid's dress thing I like paying for your own is, isn't too bad I don't think it depends what the bride's wanting you to buy if she wants you to buy like a £700 dress they can get jibbed but lose two stone. Christ alive. Well, what's what's what? she gone on about? Uh, I need to pay for meals, as in, what for the whole period of time out there she has to pay for her well, meals? Just some of them. She says here. Um, That's the only bit I'd say, well, if I was going holiday abroad, I don't expect all my food to be paid for for the whole time I'm there. No, that's would... quite reasonable. Yeah, so she said most meals. So probably she's saying, right, you'll, you'll get your wedding dinner free <laughs> and yeah, uh, a bit of cake. 
But don't eat too much of it, you fat bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she seems to be saying to me. Wrongly, obviously. Really cruel sister that is. Yeah, she's she's got a horrid sister. But you know what? If she doesn't go, she like and you know it all goes wrong, like that'll be a case of the sister will go like, Oh, you've ruined this wedding for me. No, I wouldn't go. You wouldn't go. No, if some if if someone was making demands like that for me of me, no, I wouldn't. I think it's terrible, terrible behaviour. Meet her halfway. I don't mean in like stone, <laughs> stone and and in Dover. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do then, you? Yeah? Oh, she, well, she sounds... First of all, I'll just tell you now: don't lose two stone because <laughs> yeah, there's nothing left of you. No, exactly. For, for context, Johan is going to be Jonathan's best man. Have you got any demands on Johan? He can pay for all his own food. <laughs> in fact, the, the least from Johan, the better. Because, like, as a best man, you know, you're supposed to keep the rings and all that, aren't you? I would never give a ring to Johan. <laughs> you're going to have to, John. No, no chance. But going back to uh, this, um, the sister of the bride, I think she sounds, she is pissed off, isn't she? She is hurt, and I think her mum needs to, yeah, they need to sort it out. Otherwise, it's going to cause beef. Yeah, but that bride sounds unhinged. She needs some help. She says um, her first marriage only lasted six months due to her dreadfully selfish behaviour. <laughs> so I'm not inclined to play ball. So she, she's got no hope in the wedding or the in the marriage. Anyway. Yeah, that's a bit cruel. But maybe she told her ex-husband to lose weight, and he couldn't. So that was the end of him. Oh, we forgot about the grow out the fringe yeah. bit here, didn't we? What's wrong yeah. with a fringe? Minge fringe. Is that what you call it? No. It's what just is minge big... fringe? <laughs> What's minge fringe? Never heard of a minge fringe. Jesus, I've heard of one, but I want one. So in the nineties, when guys would have their hair cut like parted like curtains, yeah, it'd be called a minge fringe. Oh, it's a boys' fringe. What the hell? I had one of them. Yeah, <laughs> me as well, and I did not know we would be getting no. called names. Well, no. maybe it was just me and my friends, but they're called curtains back in the day. That's why I thought yeah. they were. Kitty, do you know in this situation, right? Is it the same as say like a a Beyonce singing and she wants her backing singers to look a certain way or to have a certain look. Is that the same thing as a when a woman gets married, she wants the bridesmaid to, or is that a totally different thing? Yeah, I'm I think the dress sense is acceptable, isn't it? Like a bride or Beyonce choosing how they look, but Beyonce would get in a lot of trouble if she said, I want you to lose two stone. Yeah, but they're, well, first of all, it's some brides when they, start planning just take on this other level of organization and planning and wanting everything to be a certain way but that's just like the color schemes and things like that i've never heard of anyone ask their bridesmaids to lose weight but is it because they're sisters she can say that maybe if i can uh, once again play devil's advocate if i say um uh, the sister really knows this sister that way that's writing to us she really knows her well, and she knows that for her, she's not her usual self at the minute, and she would feel a lot better nah, in, in no the photographs way. and all that. None, none of your business, somebody else's weight. No. Absolutely none of your business. And unless, like, they've come to you, don't approach anyone unsolicited about their weight. I do remember my sister telling me that I had to get my hair cut for the wedding, though. So the same thing. Well, <laughs> don't know what was your hair like. Was it a minge fringe? <laughs> yeah, but she didn't tell him to lose two stone. No, 
No. Nothing off you, you. Just a pair of balls. <laughs> <laughs> but it is an interesting one. It's not so black and white. Like, it is interesting when you say, do they recognise that you maybe don't feel, like, fully confident? But then that's that's not for someone else to say how confident you are and, like, project the way they would feel about their body onto you. So, oh, it's a very... Just don't mention weight. Never mention weight. That's yeah. That's what we're saying yeah. because it's none of your business. I think so. For this girl, I think she should tell her sister to do one. F off. Right. Okay. So, um, Katie's saying don't even go. Johan, you're saying stand the ground. Say I'm not losing weight. I'm coming, but you'll have to take me for what I am. That's right. Okay. So go to the wedding. Definitely don't lose any weight. Grow your fringe out for your sister. Go on. What if she's got a Harry Potter tattoo? Harry Potter tattoo? What's that? <laughs> like underneath the fringe. Is that a thing? Yeah, he's got like a little lightning strike. It's not a tattoo, it's a mark, isn't it? Says Harry, po- Harry Potter. She I don't know, I've not watched them this shit. All right. All right, then. Thanks for that um, response. It's hard <laughs> questions tonight, aren't they? Yeah. I don't think we've helped that lady out at all. No. Yes, Daily Mail. Daily Mail. Britain's um, best-selling paper, I believe. Oh, that make me sick. Over a million units every week. Oh. Can you believe that? Mm. Anyway. Dear John, Katie and Johan, every autumn my sister and cousins and my cousin's sister-in-law have a weekend shopping excursion in our home city. We stay in a hotel, treat ourselves, shop for our children and go out for lunches and dinners. It's a great time. I have a sister, Wendy, whom we do not invite. She's offended to the point of tears when she finds out we have not invited her. My two sisters and I are very close in age, but Wendy hasn't been as close to this set of cousins as my sister and I have been through the years. We're all married and stay-at-home mums. Wendy's divorced, working mum with one young child. There are several reasons we don't include her. We know she doesn't have our, have as much money oh. for such outings. She also does not have many of the same interests as we do. We're all very active churchgoers, while she only sporadically attends services. Plain and simple, she's not really, she does not really fit in with us anymore. Now she barely speaks to me. And has told our relatives that I'm a horrible person, even though I've helped her. How can I get her to understand that she should perhaps find another set of friends and their interests align more closely with hers? Well. Well, what do we have here? That's not very Christian at all. A Daily Mail reader we have there. She's called herself Sad Sister. She's an arsehole. Yeah. Sorry, I'm with Wendy. All the way. That's your sister. They're horrible, aren't they? Yeah. Church goes. Should be they should be better than that, shouldn't they? But it's, it's the skate like the irrelevant information about her that's like she's divorced, a single mother, doesn't have as much money as us. They've gone pure Daily Mail on their own sister. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a bit of comfort. They probably thought that the agony aunt here was going to go right on, sister. Yeah. Get rid of that stupid sister. Yeah. She probably signs on. They really hate single mothers, the Daily Mail. Johan quite likes them. <laughs> so what should Wendy do? Go and find some better people in her life and not even look back. She's doing the right, she's doing what she should do. 
Don't even bother with them. I no, don't know. She's a bit offended. She's a bit sad. That's what she said. She's when she finds out she's not invited to these things. Well, of course yeah. she's, she's sad. Not... I've got a sister and sometimes I'm like the the poor single mother. Well, first of all, you're not a single mother. <laughs> sat right here no but I mean like Wendy like I can't go to the shopping malls all the time and Wendy probably can't go to church because she's got no one to mind the children because she hasn't got a support network around her and her sister's why can't kids go to church she hasn't got enough money to put in that fucking plate thing at the end (laughs) when we went to get our bands read so you have to go and like be announced that you're going to get married in in the in the churches so we went to one of them and I forgot about that plate thing and all I had on me was about 22p and I know it was 22p because I put it all in right. <laughs> I never felt so ashamed you put the 2p in as well 22p we got a few daggers from that from the six other churchgoers as if did you I'd say comfort in the fact that they'll be dead in the next 10 years <gasps> you told you told me off for doing that in the, the festival in the free fringe oh yeah but it was just hard to watch was, <laughs> that's what it was about that so me and your mum went to see a show at the free fringe mm. and it was shit it was shit <laughs> but not only shit in a sort of desperate way you know I, I've been in the free fringe I know what it's like I know it's hard I know you're going to have bad gigs and stuff but he was a really sort of arrogant confident but he was annoying in his act and we both went oh god that was that was rubbish here. yeah anyway as the free fringe is, he stands by the door with his bucket. Yeah, which I've seen you do. Yeah, but he's all cocky in his suit and all that. And my, my sort of philosophy was, do you know, if you've got a bit of money and they've just worked hard for an hour, just give them a fiver. Yeah. Give them yeah. a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> Johan <laughs> takes a quid out of his pocket. And maybe he had more, but then you, you just, you, you went for the pound and went like, that's what I'm giving him. <laughs> And I seen you throw the pound in the pocket. And what was funny is I was stood behind you. I seen the performer wa- watching the pound drop into the bucket. I mean, by the way, we were the first ones out of the bucket. Oh, no. We were the first ones. And I seen his face. Into a lonely bucket. Yeah, I seen his face when he seen the pound. He went, he looked up at the sky like that. As if like, I tried so oh, hard. Oh, God. I worked so hard. And then I just totally buckled and I was like, got my fiver out and I, I went there. I was like, Johan, how could you, how could you do that? <laughs> Johan was quite happy. He was like, he was shit. <laughs> Johan, what about when you tipped that waitress five pence in Cornwall? Did I? Yeah, but you tucked it into her hand. Like an old grandma would, you know, if they were giving money to the grandkids. <laughs> I don't know about any of that. Like, go on, get yourself something nice with that five p. There was a bit of like fluff in it as well. <laughs> God, probably you only had five pounds left then. Yeah, probably. It's an expensive place to drink. So I was giving him my last five pence. Yeah, exactly. Well, I give the church my last 22p. Gareth Bale, this is like a double edged sword. He, he gave 500 grand, didn't he, to the Welsh NHS, yeah? Yeah. He gave 500 grand to the Spanish services as well. Did he? And that's, you know, it's great. It's the 500 grand better off. But I think he gets 250 grand every week in wages. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that I mean our, our hospitals are going to be the best in the world after all this money that's gone pumped into Captain Tom fucking, how much did he um, oh gosh millions there'll be no excuses now for any fucking 
delays in the NHS next year, will there? We've got. Uh, he'll be. He'll be gutted if he goes into hospital. There's no bed for him. <laughs> Thirty-two million I raised last year. <laughs> anyway, what what what's gone to this? Oh, bloody Wendy. You should be Wendy writing in, shouldn't you? Really? Yeah. What's wrong with my stupid sisters? Yeah. All right, Wendy. Good luck to to you with your sad sister. Well, there you go. Another episode over and done with. Are we happy with the conclusions? Well, I don't know today, but whatever. <laughs> Your heart's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Thank you, Johan. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Join us next time on Dear John, Katie and Johan. Ta-da now. Ta-da.